0: Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I am Mistress Mia, as you know me, and of course you know my my ass, my donkey, my ass. burrow, <laughs> my big bald, big cock, pine cone. <laughs> Traffic code, oh, no. mean mugging <laughs> motherfucker, Master John. Yeah.
1: You have a nice ass, you know that? <laughs> Apparently, yes. That's what my yeah. husband says. Well, you, if I'm your ass, you got a nice mm-hmm. one.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking
0: cute. <laughs> He's Good not Lord. modest, ladies. Just ignore him.
2: Good Lord, what did I get myself into?
0: Right? <laughs> so tonight, we have the very special... Aunt Lucinda, or Aunt Lucy, or Auntie Lucy. Mm. the She's the sexy, lovely lady from Fort Walton Beach. Yes. (laughs) Hi, (laughs) y'all. So tonight we're going to talk about life as a transgender woman. We're going to talk about how you are starting and moving forward with the rabbit hole. Yes. We are talking about... A whole new venture opening up. whole new life. A whole new life. Absolutely. And a whole new life as well. A
2: whole new life,
0: yes. <laughs> And whole, we're also, <laughs> also going to talk about, um, we are creating something just for you. Creating a brand called Auntie Lucinda's or Anti Lucy's. Auntie Lucy's. Auntie Lucy's. Uh, Wayward Home... <laughs>
2: Antlers? Luc- no, here it is. Aunt Lucinda's. <laughs> yes. Wayward school. Home. There you go. For wayward women. <laughs> there we
0: go. That's what it is. Yes.
1: Okay. So I thought it was wayward girls, but okay.
0: Well, they're girls too. So you know, it's they're legal. They're all legal.
1: They're over eighteen. Absolutely. Women. They don't. They don't call me daddy. Well, way, way,
2: daddy. way <laughs> listen, listen. though. wayward women rolls off the tongue better than wayward girls. There you go. See? WW. So, yes. So that's going to be exciting. It's going to be, um, sort of a cross-dresser, transgender, genderqueer. Even for women. Even for women. Especially, like, littles, uh, you know, that are, like, teen players. Um, and we're going to have, um, workshops. And it's going to be, um... Culminated with a uh, runway show that will be yes. a, oh. that, that will be the graduation exercise. So we're still working out the details, but that's uh, that's sort of the idea that we're we running. I right want to see the here.
1: show. I bet you do want to see the show. do yeah, absolutely. I, the I love Waywood Girls. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who doesn't? Right?
0: right. So Lucy, Lucy wants to create. This theme event basically for all these people she's talking about, and it's about their their transitioning or their up and coming selves, their new beginning. So yes. it's it's going to be getting their nails done, getting their hair done, you know, talking about how to apply makeup, how to walk like a woman,
2: how, how to, to accessorize,
0: how to accessorize, how to act like a woman,
2: Absolutely. you know, how
0: all to, these cool how things. How to act like a woman?
1: How to be a woman?
0: Well, well. You know, a lot of women kind of act manly nowadays. It's kind of like a social stigma, and a lot of women don't see it.
2: Right. And even something as as simple as speech um, misgendered today at Popeyes. Um, Even though I try to raise the tone of my voice and things like that, uh, women physically talk different than men do. Yep. If you talk about, if you think about the way they s- structure their sentences, the way they end with a little bit of a lift to the, to the sentences. Yeah. yeah, inflection at the end of the sentences, things like that. And, and they're all very subliminal cues. But if you don't know what to do, then you don't know what to do.
0: Exactly. And I think a lot of that, too, you know, I went to Catholic school. You know, they kind of made it a point to show you and guide you on behavior and how to handle yourself. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, there was a lot of structure to that. But I can't see that in today's society.
1: Right. You know. So they try to teach you manners.
0: Yeah. And it, I think it, that's really lacking in today's society. I think it is
1: really lacking in you. Yeah.
2: Yes. Where they would teach it Part of the curriculum would be teaching somebody how to be a lady and we don't Yeah.
0: now we could teach john how to be a lady you know (laughs) i I mean i already buy him tampons (laughs) for his little bitch fits
1: it's for when you punch me in the nose is to catch the blood (laughs) (laughs) that works too
0: that works too doesn't it absolutely absolutely so lucy let's talk real yeah Let's talk about you being on hormones now for a month.
2: Yes. it's very exciting.
0: It's very exciting. Tell us about it.
2: So, um, the biggest thing about being on hormones is, you know, you think, okay, I'm going to flip the switch and I'm going to be on hormones and then I'm going to be a woman, uh, physically a woman. Mm -hmm. And then you think about it, it's like, um. You know, female uh, adolescence lasts three to five years. You know, in which point they're on the elevated hormones that entire adolescence. And to think that you're going to be to flip the switch and, you know, immediately have moves, immediately have a big ass and all that stuff. It just doesn't work that way. Um, so hopefully in three to five years, I'll have, you know, the body that I want but it is a process but on the other hand within that month I've already seen quite a few changes in my body. Um, I don't have as much body hair by a long shot, my skin is much softer, um, my, my testicles are about a uh, half the size that they were before. Oh that must be nice. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> It's not bad. Um, It's kind of messing with my sex drive some, too. You know, uh, the morning erections are not a, you know, everyday thing anymore. (laughs) Um, So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm totally, you know, okay talking about anything, any of the uh, side effects or whatever. But um, the... The big thing is that I am living genuinely now. I'm, I can feel my body is starting to uh, come into alignment with what I've always had in my head, You know how I've always felt internally. And uh, it's just a magical uh, time for me right now.
0: That's a good way to put it. Magical is definitely a part of that, I think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've I've got a lot more confidence in myself as a person. Um, I just feel more at ease with myself. Um, You know, little things that, you know, as a man, you know, I was always taught not to do. You know, feel natural now and I can do them and not be, you know, it's me. And it kind of always has been, but now everything, you know, my outward appearance, the way I dress, the way I identify myself, all those things are in alignment, and they never were before.
0: Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Absolutely. That's such a great thing. Absolutely. You know, we look at you today, and it's like, you know, you got your cute little, you know, schmuck black dress, and Mm -hmm. you accessorize with your jewelry, and, you know, you're always well put together.
1: And and we both said, you know, she she has the best legs. Oh,
0: my God, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you do. It's ridiculous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just the fact that we knew you before, Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just, we can't even picture you as anything different, you know?
2: Right, right.
0: And that's just, it's like, wow.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I've been on this podcast before, and it really was, uh, it really was a transition for me. You know, I started off as a male sub, and then as I became more along the lines of, like, genderqueer, you know, I started getting a little bit more confidence in, you know kind of coming into the switch thing, and you know, I always felt you know drawn to female led relationships, and holy shit, now I am one, and it I've really sort of grown into and accepted that role of you know dominant female, and uh, it is it, hard to. Describe how good it feels, how natural it feels, yeah. how wonderful it feels.
1: So my question is, you, you you said you wanted a female-led relationship, so you wanted to be submissive to the female, but now that when you I are this sub- female, you don't want to be submissive. You still, you want to be, you want to take that I am role. the female,
2: and it feels great right. right for me to be the, field, the yeah. dominant,
1: yes. You still feel, so... So
2: I am the female leading the relationship. Right. Next
1: right so you switch from submissive to dominant as well
2: yes yeah. yes and um, so you
1: found yourself is what happened
2: absolutely yeah. absolutely <laughs> and with my current partner it feels very natural that I'm in the lead mm-hmm. and um, you know she enjoys that as well
1: yes she does
2: <laughs> she enjoys it very much
0: we have seen that haven't we yes <laughs> <laughs> So tell us, we had, we had talked about, you know, your metamorphosis, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And, um, we've gone from, you know, talking about, you know, being trans and before, you know, would you have really classified yourself as a cross I mean, excuse me, as a cross dresser at some point?
2: Not really. Um... When I was genderqueer, I would, you know, um, wear some things that were like gender neutral, um, you know, pink shirts or something like that. Sure, but, but never really cross dressing per se. Um, and and I think I think part of it is that some people that are into cross dressing. Um, they see it as a kink, they see it as a almost a degradation, but because I always place, you know, such high value on women, it was never demeaning for me to dress like a woman. So I didn't get that brush, that humiliation brush out of that, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So um, there was a brief period you know, before I started hormones, of course, that I guess you would call me a crossdresser. Um, but at, at one point I just decided, okay, this is it. I typed up a letter to everybody at work. And I said, you know, from now on, I'd like to be called Lucinda. And I'd like for everybody to refer to me by pronouns of, of she and her. And uh, if you have a problem with that, let me know. I ordered business cards uh, with my new name on it. And, you know, that was part to taking hormones and everything. But um, it was kind of just a, on this day, go, here we go. And, you know, that um, I wore it for the the first week. I wore that weight that you gave me. Mm-hmm. and. um Eventually, you know, I started letting my hair grow out and things like that. But um, it was a, you know, dive into the deep end of the pool, no life jacket, just go no it.
0: looking back.
2: No looking back.
0: Yeah, and that was things that we saw. That was you know initially when we saw you you know you had the scotee and you had mm-hmm. you know you were in the jeans and the flip-flops and it's like you still wanted to come out but it was just like that last thing to go was that facial hair
2: yeah well and the and the thing that everybody remarks on back from that time period is even i my lips would be smiling but you were looking at my eyes and they were just sad yeah and and uh I was just miserable, and it. I was trying to live a life that um, just didn't work for me, you know. And and so by embracing, you know, myself as a woman, I, I'm much more in tune with, you know, who I am inside. Um, I don't know. Have
0: you noticed the difference in how society addresses
2: you? Absolutely. Um, I actually think I lost my last last job because I trans just transitioned. Um, I went from being the person that they would call out to go talk to customers to you know somebody that. Oh no, that's okay. You don't have to come out if you don't want to. Sort of thing. Um, And as a result, when the company downsized, I was one of the people that was downsized. Um, And I also, uh, I'd say about two weeks into it, I had my first mansplaining incident where one of the uh, data scientists uh, explained to me that no, he wants to do the presentation this way he wants to be able to talk through the presentation with very few bullet points on the on the powerpoint and i told him people are going to be passing that powerpoint they're going to print it out they're going to be passing it out you know you need to have everything you want to say written down oh no you don't understand and i'm like okay i'm done and then i went and I talked to his boss and i'm like you know we've, you know, this is a company standard that, you know, we put as much into the PowerPoint as we can, and he's just not listening to me. And uh, so in the end, he was overruled. You know, they did it my way, but, you know, it was kind of humiliating to be mansplained to. And, yeah. Um, the, the thing is that men are listen to based on the quality of their ideas, the merit of what you know it is that they're trying to say. And women are judged first and foremost by how they look and then possibly, you know, the merit of their ideas and things like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I was kind of aware of that going into it. I kind of knew it would happen, but it's different living it.
0: It's a lot different, right? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah it's interesting. You know, and, and far too often. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I think of how difficult it is to be a woman. So when someone I see wants to transition to be a woman, I'm like, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, you have to shave everything. Yeah,
2: you have to shave everything. <laughs> yeah, you to, yeah, yeah. yeah, you have to shave you know? It It
1: sucks. It sucks. <laughs> I have everything and that's <laughs> bullshit.
0: But think about it. You know, before as a man, you know, you could leave the house, no makeup. Right. You know, there's only a couple of looks for a man. You know, you can only change your hair. Right. You can change your attire. But there's really not too many looks a man can really change about himself.
2: Right. I mean, basically, comb my hair, not comb my hair, t-shirt and jeans, or t-shirt and jeans, or maybe a polo and yeah. jeans. But, you know, there's yeah. very little to do. Yeah. Now. But but now it's like, okay, I'm going to win Dixie. <sighs> that means I got to do at least eyeliner, sure, you know, or nothing else.
0: You got to have your lashes done. You have to have your nails done.
2: Yes. You know? So let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about the the amount of time it takes to be a woman. Okay. Yeah. Many <laughs> many, many, many petties. Yes. Every other week. Yeah, that's an hour two, and a half two, at least. Well, many, many with the pennies. With the pennies, yes. Yeah, two, 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 two hours. Two, yeah. two and a half hours.
0: Yeah.
2: Okay. I get um, my eyelash extensions. Mm-hmm. That's a solid two hours every other week. And yeah. if you talk about waxing or anything like that, that's another, you know. Hour or two every other week, so it's time consuming. It is
0: laser hair removal is much easier and quicker. However, it's still Uh, more painful. (laughs)
2: It's more painful, and yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it it is a time consuming process, and as a as a man, I would you know somebody say oh you know I broke a nail, I'll like you know yeah no big fucking deal yeah scoff like what the hell I broke my nail yesterday and I was pissed.
1: But it's because I play guitar and I can't play the guitar until my nail grows back. Sure. But, but, still, s- yeah, but it's see. It's not the
2: same thing, I know. No. Yeah. It's, it's okay, though. <laughs> for us, it's a you know, hundred something dollar, two hour investment. Yeah. yeah. Just went out the window.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely.
2: So we kind of derailed on that. Part, uh,
0: well, no, because but it, it's a valid point. I mean. It's something that
2: people don't think about.
0: Exactly, they don't think about. The money and the time.
2: The money and the time. Yes. Exactly.
0: Yes. You know, I mean, just to get a good pedicure, you know, it's it's forty dollars. You know, I don't know
2: where you're going. (laughs) Text me where you're going. I'm eighty five for a pedi. Damn. That's just basic.
0: Oh, because you're going over to Fort Walton,
2: Destin area. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah, you can get it over here for a good forty. Get a good basic done. But you know, that's the other thing. It's like, you going
2: to do basic, you're going to do premium, you're going to do yeah. the high grade. <laughs> yeah, do, do, do you want the, what is it, the gelatin? Uh huh, or the paraffin or, wax. Or, yeah, or the lava yeah. rocks, or the, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They do all this crazy shit, but you know, it's great. But you know, you got to have your toenails looking good.
2: Absolutely.
0: You know, and then there's this hairstylist. You know, yes. that's every three months. Yes. <laughs> you know, what does the dude got to do? Throw mm-hmm. some jeans on a t-shirt and buzz mm-hmm. cut. Big mm-hmm. deal. <laughs> John's like, I've got to shave my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Do my nose hair. And shave my back. Fuck
2: <laughs> <laughs> you, bitch! I
1: tell him how to work.
0: <laughs> John is a hairy motherfucker.
2: <laughs> but you know, now I'm thinking about doing extensions. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's even going to be...
0: Oh, my God. That's pricey. That's $200 easy. initially. Yeah. Yeah,
2: easy. So,
0: yeah. <sighs> Did we even talk about, again, you know, how a guy can wear a t-shirt and jeans and you already know the size. You know, you're like a 30-30. Yeah, nice, yeah. You're a 36-34. 30 yeah. yeah.
2: Every Yeah. Everything you pick off the rack that's the size that you know that you are yeah. is going to fit you.
0: Yeah.
2: Not so as a woman.
0: Not at all.
2: You can go... I can wear mediums. Yeah. And I can wear triple extra large. Yeah. Depending on who the manufacturer yeah. is. What the cut is. Yeah. What fabric. Um, what fabric. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. If you don't
0: have stretchy fabric, you're screwed. Yes. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah. sit back and it's like, fuck being a woman.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking pink tax.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's so true. Yeah. Okay.
1: Wow. Well.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry. We we just kind of got consumed no. in that. No.
1: No, I'm just glad I'm not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So, grand question on this this final note here. Mm-hmm. Not on the final note, but just about your overall appearance. Yes. You know, you're talking about erections. You still enjoy your penis. You use your penis. You yes, have, I do. You have sex regularly. Yes. With someone who's half your age. <laughs> and you get them all the time. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to brag a little bit about that.
2: I mean, I enjoy my penis. I
0: know you do. I just think it's fabulous that these women are just, they flock to you. You know, I'm just saying.
2: I, I like to think that it's, they see the confidence in me. I would agree. That they see that I'm living genuine to myself. And no matter who you are, confidence is sexy.
0: Absolutely.
2: And I have more confidence now than I've ever had before.
0: Amazing, right?
2: Absolutely amazing. Yeah.
0: That's so great. I know. (laughs) John's just like...
1: I don't know what to say. I'm just letting y'all talk. This is great. My friends are talking about this stuff. I don't don't have an opinion. I don't know. I've never done it. I
2: I do find that I tend to be attracting pain slots. Yeah. Women that really like the heavy pain. Yeah. And... I'm good with that I'm sure you are I'm good with that um that's yeah, another aspect of my life that's sort of uh flowered, let's yeah call it. Um, you know I like leaving bruises because they like receiving bruises sure um and uh I never thought that would be something that would appeal to me but uh we have fun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was going to say, I think that's an understatement, because every time I turn around and I'm going over to your house, there's some sort of kinky something going on.
1: <laughs> well, to be fair, we're friends, yes, so there's always something true. kinky going on in one of our houses. <laughs> Very true. Well, Very true. I walked in the dungeon tonight and I didn't know that our friends were down there, and my friend was naked on the cross. Hi, John.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I did... I did corrupt my house painter.
0: (laughs) Yes, she corrupted the house painter. (laughs) I said, Lucy, I brought you this house painter. He's Church of Christ. He goes to church with my brother. He's very straight-laced. Very straight-laced. Like, he's cool with our lifestyle, but he doesn't participate. Next thing you know, what do you do? You flaunt your naked slave around, and you're like, hey, you want some of this?
2: (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, we... Had her uh, spit roasted while, uh, no.
0: <laughs> or as our friends called it, spit Spitfire. Spitfire. <laughs>
2: Wasn't
0: that great? Yeah.
2: I can't think of that name. Is it Spitfire? Yeah. No, I think that's an airplane. <laughs> so, <laughs> spit roasted. So, so, a
0: question that I always think about is what was like that one thing, no matter how far back. What was that one thing in your mind that you ever thought, Tam, I wish I was a woman?
2: Um Orgasms. Okay. Whole body, um, multiple orgasms. Right on. John can relate
1: to that. I've thought about that too. It's like, I wonder what it'd be like to be a woman have an orgasm like that. Holy shit! I tell you <laughs> so what. I spent my whole life trying to make sure they had one. Like, multiple. <laughs> so,
2: so it's weird so because many as as the hormones start to take over, the penis becomes more like a clit, and the prostate becomes more like the G spot, and I have had some pretty. Fucking fantastic orgasms um as a result and it's different than a man you know one and done and you know looking for a nap uh it's, <laughs> it, it, it's you know and I'm hoping that they're just going to continue to get better
0: that's unbelievable that's great yeah What are you thinking,
2: right? She got yeah, I'm thinking, smile about her face I'm thinking
1: about her. I'm, <laughs>
2: I'm thinking actually. about this one, one man that just really rocked my world. Because you're bisexual. I am bisexual. You know? Actually, I, you know, there's terms pansexual and blah, blah, blah. Um, I consider myself trisexual.
0: You want to try it multiple if times. It, if
2: it's sexual, I'm going to try it. I <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> love it.
2: And, and you got to do it more than once because sometimes the first thing is is exactly. you know, too nervous or whatever. So you got to try it at least one, one, one once. but yes. And so, yeah, I have female partners. I have male partners. Um, I've yet to have a trans partner, but you know that's certainly
0: that's on the table at some point. I'm
2: sure, huh? Yeah. It's just opportunity so far.
0: You know, I always just say, you know, a person is a person.
2: Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And and it's really the energy that I get off a person.
0: Yeah, I can uh, get that.
2: That, that energy exchange. Um you know, I, I think there's some people that I find physically attractive that You know, once they open their mouth or or something like that, it's like... My bad. You you know, thanks. I think I'll pass on that one. It's true. um, You know, especially in BDSM, because it's so much about energy transfer. It's so much about, you know, uh, the give and take. Um, So much more than just vanilla sex. that, um, That energy if I'm either going to take it or, you know, it's, it's got to be right.
0: Oh, so when was your first real experience thinking about BDSM and actually following through with it?
2: As far as?
0: Like practicing it, you know, or pursuing it as being a submissive, for example.
2: Um, okay. So when I was in my first marriage, um, I met my wife. Uh, in the driveway, she had all her shit packed into her car, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? I'm leaving. Okay, do you want to like come back into the house and we talk about it for a little bit? And so she comes back into the house, and we decide at that point that we're going to have an open marriage because we didn't know what what else to try. We weren't happy the way it was. Um, she was talking to people on this brand new thing called the internet. This is even before uh, there was a service called Prodigy. It was actually started oh, a couple of months before yes. AOL even started.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, Prodigy was yeah. was back in the day. Even. Yeah, back in the day.
2: Yeah. And, um, so she was talking to people in these chat rooms, getting all hot and bothered and stuff. And, uh, you know, not paying any attention to me. So it was like, okay, let's try this. And what we do is, um, we decided that, you know, we would have other partners, but, you know, just so long as it, you had to travel, you know, so you wouldn't like meet them in Kmart or something like that. You went want to get groceries. So, um she went off and did her thing and I was supposed to meet this this woman in Washington, D.C. She was uh, mostly a sub for her husband but she was going to um, be my mistress for the weekend. And this was back mid-90s?
0: Yeah.
2: And uh it ended up that, you know, this is before video chat or anything like that. So okay. I would never really talked, you know, I'd never really, um, you know, seen her. And I get there and there's just no chemistry whatsoever. So I ended up not doing anything with her. But, uh, you know, I basically flew from Illinois to Washington, D.C., to be dominated by this woman for the weekend. Wow. It ended up not working out. But that, you know, you talk about, you know, the first all in, you know, that was. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's pretty much it.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, I remember my good friend, he would actually, he was living in uh, around Auburn. Mm -hmm. and there was nothing going on in Alabama in the 80s, and he would actually fly to New York on the weekends, and he would get those magazines, you know, that had the numbers for the Mm -hmm. dominatrix in the back, you know, Mm -hmm. and he said there was a cool one because it was so, you know, under wraps back in the day Mm -hmm. that he would have to go to this um, actual pay phone Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and then get another address And then go to this, Mm -hmm. I mean, it was Uh like a big ordeal, you know, but he, he had a huge spanking fetish and that was his deal. Uh And, you know, he would go there and she would dominate him. And I mean, he was, he was in hog heaven, you know, (laughs) but you know, it's a shame. I, but I guess, you know, things, you know, if things would have happened that way, maybe you had a different connection, you know, Mm -hmm. things could have been different. You know, even, Absolutely. you know, yeah. even today, I mean, it just, it could have changed the entire course.
2: Yeah. And, you know, I, I really wish that, you know, I had been, I don't know, everything in your life that you've ever done leads you to right here, right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. So on one hand, I'm fucking tremendously happy where I am right here right now so I wouldn't want to change a thing but on the other hand you know I'm just thinking if I had found out this about myself when I was 17 or 18 yeah yeah
0: but you know you had children you know you experienced love and marriage and you experienced a lot of that and you might not have experienced the same you know
2: better to have loved than lost and never to have loved at all that's it. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah.
0: That's a good, win, good way mm-hmm. to actually end on that entire mm-hmm. se- segment about that, you know. But we're going to do weekly segments with you now. Yes. You know, um, Lucy's Corner. Yes. Talking about... You know um, <laughs> every basic need that you have, and yeah, just, uh, exploring various uh, various things in your life.
2: Just let me ramble on for ten minutes at a time. And you can and ramble.
0: <laughs> you can talk about whatever you want. So, Lucy, we have been doing the rabbit hole. We were talking about our next upcoming event. Yes. Um, we've all kind of partnered together with this yes. to, you know, create this big debut for you for. This massive party that you yes. have almost 200 people sign up for now.
1: Oh, no, so <laughs> it's, getting big, isn't it?
0: it's getting big. It's getting big. <laughs> yeah. You know, I said this to John not so long ago. I said, you know, if we keep having these huge ass parties between yours and mine, we're going to have to get either a mansion, a yeah. much bigger house, or rent an actual big venue. <laughs> yeah,
2: like a warehouse.
0: Right? Like a warehouse.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm just planning on being a mansion and having a party every day. I bet you yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> Master John's Manor. <laughs> Master John's Warhouse. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. <laughs> so, the rabbit hole. So, we're yes. doing, you're having your own themed bedrooms. Yes. You're, you're talking about doing Airbnb with those. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a, um, a DDL group, DDLG group. Yes. Um, we're helping with uh, a local local dom here. He's talking about daddy doms and littles and going to have a party for that. And we'll have a
2: magical fairy tree.
0: Magical fairy tree in the White Rabbit Room. Yes. Um, you know, there's places there that they can explore anything they want. Yes. You know, Um <laughs> I mean, it, there's just so many possibilities.
2: So that's, you know, that's the thing that I'm so excited about is, you know, we talked about the School for Wayward Women, and we're talking about the, the daddy-daughter groups and things like that. Um, just really a sex-positive place where, you know, nobody's going to judge you for Absolutely. this kink or that kink or the other thing. You know, we just want to get people of similar um, fetishes, yeah. kinks, whatever, together, yeah. and and just you know have fun.
0: Ideals know? of the lifestyle. Yeah, you know, absolutely.
2: And you know, we're gonna you know at, at like your party and then the the major rabbit hole party. Those are more like a smorgasbord of Everybody, and, and you know, you have swingers, you have foot fetishes, you have this, that, and the oh, other yeah. thing. Oh,
0: yeah. But,
2: you Spanky know, it's just... bondage. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it's like a big it. old grab bag. It is. It but, is. But to, you know, some of the niches are just that, the niches. And there's yeah. not a whole lot of people in them. And, you know, if we can give people like that a safe place to... Have fun!
0: Absolutely. Then
2: I'm looking forward to that.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It's a great thing, and you know, I know that there's perks for everyone. You know, they get to meet people, they get to have good food and entertainment, and all these great things. But ultimately, it's about bringing them together, like you said, sense of community. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Absolutely, without judgment.
2: Without judgment. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: That's the most important part. And that's the part that we strive all the time on the podcast, the at the parties, with our friends. Be true to who you are. Yeah. Be genuine. Be authentic. No fucking judgment. Because all I want in return is to allow me to be authentic and genuine in who I am. Yeah. You know? And and, and some th- people don't like who I am and that's okay. Because I, th- I like who
2: I am. I think when you're <laughs> I think when people are ashamed of who they are that's when it starts to get twisted and go sideways. And Mm -hmm. you have people, you know, shooting massage parlor workers and things like that because they're ashamed of who they are and what they do. Um, But I think when you're comfortable in your own skin, then, you know, you might not want to take selfies and put it, you know, on your kid's uh, uh, school newspaper, but you know, at least you're not ashamed of it. You know, yeah, it's not something that, you know, you it's still not. might want to be discreet about it, but yeah, you know, it's not it's not the same as being ashamed of
0: it. Very true. And poor girls gotta earn a living.
2: That's right. <laughs> I really- mean, Don,
0: Look, John needs his massages. <laughs>
1: Listen, I'm a big old slut. I don't. I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> I just can't get anybody be slutty with me. I slut it up with myself. <laughs>
0: Wow. So is there any advice that you would like to give women like yourself?
2: Um, The big thing is um, change is scary. It really is. But if not, if you don't change, then um, you know, if you're scared to change to that extent, then you're going to be miserable your whole life. You know, I know I know several men that cross-dress, you know, as, as in the closet and things like that. And, you know, they say, well, I just wish that I could, you know, do what you did. And it's like, well, you really can, you know, it might be uncomfortable, but you really can. Um, and I don't know, I, I've had nothing but support and love and, um, positive experiences uh, since I transitioned and um, you know make sure it's what you want to do because there's no going back but once you make sure it's what you want to do just go for it you know
0: that's entirely true entirely true well John I think that's a wrap Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, wow. <laughs> but no seriously visit like, us uh, we're uh, creating a new website for Lucy we're going to be posting pictures soon of her of her new palace and um, her new dungeon and I like the word palace uh, don't you yeah, know ready for a party yeah I'm
2: Speaking. starting. one of our friends is starting to call me queen and I really enjoy that
0: right okay I, I think so. I, I
2: think she started it as a little bit sarcasm but <laughs> I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I know
0: she means it now. She really means it. I, <laughs> I know she does. It's kind of a term of endearment. I think at this point, she is something else. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? Yes, she is. <laughs> but right. well, anyway, we have a party to get to.
2: We do. Oh my god, that's gonna be so fun! Right? When we're ready, when y'all
1: hear us again. We'll be after party. It's gonna Oof. be great. Oof. We'll have so many things to talk about.
0: <laughs> Speaking of scary <laughs> yeah. It's
1: Stop a lot of people telling people not to be afraid of me.
0: <laughs> John's been diagnosed and medicated. It's all good, I promise.
1: <laughs> I don't take that medication. <laughs> it makes me feel normal and vanilla. And I don't like it. The fire will The fire. The fire makes me happy. <laughs> I, tell, I tell you all the time, like, we, we went to your party last time and I was feeling down. I was like, you know what? I'm going to play with some fire. I'm going to feel better. We've been playing with fire and I, oh, yeah. I tell you why I felt like a million bucks.
0: Oh, yeah. Because you know, those women line up for you to it's, light them on I'm fire. i big
1: old tension I don't give a shit about the fire. I just <laughs> like <people watching> me. <laughs> no, I do. It makes me happy. So, everybody that's coming mm-hmm. to the party, Come watch the fire show. We're we'll gonna have fire walking. We're we'll gonna have all kinds of nasty, freaky things. we will gonna be right in the middle of it. <laughs>
2: I'll have at least one slave there. At, right. least
1: one. <laughs> at least one. It so, will be fun. Enjoy the party, and until next time, make all your kinky fantasies become realities.